whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. It's great to stay up late. Good morning. Good morning to you. This is WPTF Radio, Raleigh, North Carolina, and I'm Reese Edwards. Hello, everybody. Atlantic Coast Conference Tournament Basketball is on the air. This is Wally Osley. This is Bill Jackson speaking. Hello, everybody. Welcome now to Sportsline. Gary Dornberg with you. I'm Tony Rixby, WPTF News. Hello, this is Charles Carroll, CBS News, WPTF in Raleigh. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Carolina Newsmakers. I'm Don Curtis. Hello, friends. This is Bill Friday, WPTF in Raleigh. I'm Rufus. Adbiston on the Weekend Gardener. Now, here is your moderator, Tom Campbell. Thanks for watching this week's NC Spin. Now, here is Hank Kaiser. Hi, yo, well, that's good. This is Aunt Devine. This is Robert St. John in the NBC Newsroom in New York. The Monitor Edition of News of the World. Debnam views the news. And now, here is Mr. Debnam. Good afternoon, everyone. Yours truly, Sam Beard. And Jim Reed. And Carl Gert. Thank you, Sam. And greetings to all of our listeners. This is Harry Presley, WPTF in Raleigh, North Carolina. Wayne is standing by now with a check of the latest news. WPTF News presents Regional Report, a digest of late happenings throughout the area. This is Bill Ellis. This is Jimmy Capps. For the nocturne, we send as... This is Bill Hope. This is Warren Barfield with Kingdom Scott at the organ and a program of familiar carols. Good morning, this is Phil Franklin. And this is J.C. Knowles with the North Carolina Collection on WPTF. I'm Mike Blackman, WPTF News. Good evening, I'm David Sherrill. This is Robert Hager, WPTF News. This is Bob Farrington. Good morning, everybody. Charlie Gaddy here with Ask Your Neighbor. Mario Gale here. Fess Parker, our guest this morning here at News Talk 680. Well, Jack Boston, that was a great introduction. Everyone, great to have you with us. This is North Carolina's Morning News. I'm Brian Freeman on WPTF. Hello, I'm your friend Bart Rittner. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bob Butler Show. And this is Ned Champion reporting. And here is Carl Venters. WPTF is the voice that shares with its neighbors what it's like to be living the life of Raw. This is Charles Osgood wishing Mike Raley and Ann Clapp congratulations on the anniversary of WPTF's Weekend Gardener program. This is Donna Mason on 680 WPTF. And I'm Dick Stork in the WPTF Record Vault. Good morning to you. Tom Kearney here. Johnny Hood on the Southern Farm Network. Well, howdy, everybody. I'm Hap Hanson. I'm Marlon Bowling reporting. I'm Ann Clapp. And this is a Tar Heel Gardener saying, keep them growing. Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike Ann and Rufus. We're, uh, we're back on WPTF with the Weekend Gardener, and we're at the State Farmer's Market in Raleigh. We, uh, we have Mark Bumgardner, who is a horticulture extension agent in Orange County. Phil was with us for two hours. Now she's, she's li- sort of leaving. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want you to get fired, so you better go back to work. Miss Monica is here, and Rufus is here. Rufus is is uh, is gotten in a a Rufus dog already this morning. You know, I would, we were at S and T's yesterday in Pittsburgh, Rufus, and we were getting ready. We we're paying our bill, and and some guy came up and he said, "I want a I want a hamburger all the way to go." And they they said, "What do you want on?" He said, "Mustard, chili, slaw, and onions." <laughs> <laughs> All the way. Rufus that's, a, that's a Rufus burger. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, uh, I. Uh, That'd be pretty good. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, of course, I, so, I'd add a tomato to that. About, oh. a, about a half a, a jar of Dukes. Oh, wow. That's, that's kind of that's kind of overwhelming. Now, you really would get stuff all over you then. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Rufus and I were just talking about our problems with eating, and it doesn't matter what we do. We still find spots after we move away well, from I the Well, I try table. not to eat like a hog, like my mama no, says, I, but it just drips down. Just all that goodness. Maybe I, maybe at my job. Do you have the same problem, Mark? I do. See? I do. Absolutely. It must be just men. <laughs> that, I think it happens to all of us. I don't know. I sure do. I sure do get stuff all over me. Maybe instead of bags, I should get some bibs made that have State Farmers. Bi- well, aprons. Come on now. <laughs> not, not bibs. We're, we're not that bad yet. Well, it used to be when you went to the restaurant <laughs> and you ordered uh, crab legs. Yeah, or lobster. Yeah, lobster that you right. get the bib. They bring out the bib. Yeah, uh-huh. but that's just for that's just for up here. I, I always get it in my lap. <laughs> well, we probably would need an apron. Then. Yeah, Full that's size. right. Well, I use one at home <laughs> well, to have cook you, and to eat. Have you seen those those kids at ap- uh, bibs that have the little catch cup yes. at the bottom? It, yes. It's got a, a piece of plastic that folds right. up like this. So you're advocating <laughs> that we, oh, no. we all get that? <laughs> Why not? Oh, no. That well, way you get you every, just every last Well, I mean, it'd be su- su- a, a great marketing tool for you. You've got the bags. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could have aprons, yeah. farmer's market aprons. May have to do that. Yeah, that's not something to think about. So, do you ha- Are you saluting any vegetables this week or fruits? No, nothing in particular. Just our summer harvest is still going full swing right now. Um, still. What about the muscadine grapes? They're just getting started. Yeah. So, so you got a day. You got a day for them picked out. We don't have anything specific right now, but stay tuned because we just may add something to the calendar in yeah. the next few weeks. Um, and we have, um, you know, we still have blueberries and blackberries coming <laughs> in, and peaches and all those wonderful. I was saying about wine day. Yeah. Boy, I'll tell you. We've done that before. So. One day would be a big time over here. I can imagine. You'd be able to hear you the goings drive. on at, at the farmers market all over town. And we do have a um, we have a winery that's here all the time up in yeah. our market shops, and they have wine tastings every weekend. And, Chatham Winery. Uh huh. Chatham Hill. They're here. Chatham Hill. And um, we do have um, from time to time when we do our um, grape day, we do have different wineries that come out. And um, so stay tuned. Check us out on Facebook for any updates that we have to any of our events that are coming up. Yeah, y'all have a lot of information there. So um, thank you. Uh, I haven't eaten anything yet, but uh, Rufus, how how was that Rufus dog? That it was just right. Okay. At, I guess it was like 9 o'clock in the morning or I know. It was, I, I like thought that. it was a little too early for all those onions, <laughs> but As my daddy Rufus said, doesn't. Daddy called it a good mixture. Not a mixture, a good do mixture. You, uh, do you grow onions there on your property because uh, you like them so much? No, I, I don't do that. I stick with tomatoes and then flowers and shrubs. Yeah, okay. You you pick the hardest vegetable in the world to grow just about. Yeah, yep. I have to supplement it occasionally from friends Yeah, we stopped, the farmer's market. We stopped at the place on 64 that has, uh, had the big, has the big fields of they're listeners yeah. of the show. I, I saw that on the way to Boone the other day and wondered, yeah. wondered how their crop was. Yeah, they've they've been doing pretty well this year apparently. So we got some nice tomatoes there. So And uh, there's still a great variety of tomatoes here. Um if you're looking to can, you know, we have a um canning tomatoes, people are coming out and getting those of course by the box right now. Great idea. And if you're gonna make some tomato sauce, sauce or, or tomato salsa. juice. 
exactly. Ooh, and, that sounds good. Um, yeah. Yes, and there's you know every variety you can think of, your traditional um, varieties as well as all the different heirlooms. And the heirlooms aren't just your regular slicing tomatoes. There's different <clears throat> types of um, cherry tomatoes and grape tomatoes that are some different heirlooms as well. So it's really neat just to try them and, um, this, you know, if you're looking something, if you're having a party or a shower or something like that and you're looking to put a vegetable tray together, you can definitely add all the colors of the rainbow to that vegetable you tray. That's for can. sure. Um, with all the fruits and vegetables that are here, eggplant, something else. I love to see all the different colors and varieties of those. That's something different as well that's um, very unique that you can get different varieties of. And all the peppers we talked about earlier, you know, if you're looking, some of those very hottest ones, they're here. Um, some of them, I think you almost have to sign a waiver or something to uh, to purchase. <laughs> so, um some of them are very hot, and um, they actually have a scale down there. They've got a poster up that has a scale that shows the scoville units of, of each variety of peppers, so that's pretty neat to check out. And uh, sweet corn is still a very hot commodity right now. Watermelons, cantaloupes, some of the orange and yellow watermelons are here now. Um, if you've never tried those, that's something else that's very unique to try, and they're really sweet, um, wonderful taste. You well, can, my friend James brought me a watermelon yesterday. James. James came to the office. Every time there's a photo of you yeah. on the, uh, Facebook, on my Facebook page, or the Weekend Gardener Facebook page, James says, hey, Rufus. <laughs> well, he, he was in the inner sanctum yesterday and brought, and brought me a, a cantaloupe, and it's so big. And, and, and I heard something the other day about how to tell about cantaloupes and watermelons, and I heard some of the wildest things in the world. About how to tell and, when they're ripe? And, yeah, and somebody said that a cantaloupe or a watermelon is not going to change no matter what you where you sit it or put it. Now, I don't believe that. A, a cantaloupe Surely works for tomatoes. And a cantaloupe will get sweeter. I, I use smell fragrance for, yeah. for picking out cantaloupes. On the cantaloupe I do, and I'm, I'm still a thumper. On That's the, a real on art. Watermelon. That's a real art. you got to have yeah. good ears. So, yeah. uh, but also... They've got to be yellow underneath, right, or where the stem stem needs to be brown. Yeah. Well, it's not necessarily the stem. On the vine, whenever they're pulling the watermelons, there's a curl that grows out that's uh -huh. out to the side of the stem. And when that curl dries up, that typically indicates that the watermelon's ripe. So, and pretty much that's always been accurate from my experience. Um, and But there are the things like with the creamy or yellowish um, underside the of the watermelon. Yeah. Uh -huh. Um, and then also, as Rufus is talking about, the thumping and things like that. But I've seen a little bit of it all as far as folks trying to oh, determine if it's right. Well, what about the, the, somebody said, test the blossom end on a cantaloupe and see if it's a little bit mushy. Well, you don't need to be plugging your finger in somebody's cantaloupe. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. That's not nice. No. That's ha a little... Have you ever seen somebody take a straw, like broom straw, and turn it 90 degrees across a watermelon <laughs> yes. and turn loose. That was and one it, of the things I was just thinking about. No. Yes. You don't have to go to it's extremes, amazing. folks. I, I've seen it done. I, uh -huh. I, I don't know if it really made it mean it was right, but it's just, it uh -huh. was interesting how it was, it's kind of like a compass. It yeah. set it down there and turn loose and it <laughs> oh, spins <laughs> perpendicular to the watermelon. <laughs> so like a wiggle stick yeah. for water. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Kind of the same concept. Well, <laughs> I'm not going that far. Mm -hmm. 
I'll let Melissa pick them out. Yeah. And she's, she's always right. This is a story from years ago, I guess, when I was young, um, selling produce on the market. And I, and we grew a lot of the big Jubilee watermelons. And um, and I remember I was young, and I had a, a man walked into the space or whatever, and he just picks one up, and he picks it up over his head and, like, kind of just dropped it on his head. And, of course, we're all looking at him like, what what are we doing, you know? And he said, I'm checking to see if the heart broke. If so, that I know it's right. And I said, so he didn't bust it. Over well, his my head. thing was, well, you're going to break your head. <laughs> Those are big watermelons. You mean? He well, maybe he didn't have much use for his head. That was. Yeah. Let it drop at least. He, a foot. he picked it up, like you know, just above his head, and he just kind of let it drop a little bit on his head. And he said, if he heard the heart break, then he knew it was ripe. And I was like, well, that's not how we do it. <laughs> hey, somebody has written him up in a medical <laughs> so that journal. That was probably one of the yeah, oddest that's the things. That's I've heard, yeah. Yeah, that was probably one of the oddest things that I had ever seen um, happen. And anyway, that was his, his way of doing it. <laughs> would not suggest that to anyone. That ruined you, didn't it, for the rest of your life? <laughs> yeah, so Golly, anyway, terrible. but everybody has their different methods. He's not still with us anymore, is he? I don't know. It was just a random <laughs> one two, It was one, a random He customer. dropped a watermelon one too many times <laughs> on have. his head. Could have ended up with a concussion or he something. He could have. <laughs> <laughs> sure. It might have been a rock. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah, else. somebody fooled him one day, put a rock in the watermelon. Yeah. Okay. WPTF. We're at the State Farmer's Market in Raleigh. And, you know, the roads are being paved around Raleigh. It's it's really nice, finally. We don't have have as many bumps as we we did. But those those uneven roads that uh, you may have in your area can uh, certainly ruin a vehicle suspension uh, and mess up the tires. Uh, Uneven wear, I mean, they can... They can really put a jab in into the tires, so and uh, you know that's an expensive proposition all the way around. So it's a good idea to have your alignment checked, the balance of your tire. Just have the tires checked to make sure that they have some life in them and are not disfigured from from hitting hitting big potholes. Uh, so go to King's Auto Service. They can check that. That's one of the million things that they can check there. And it's always better to check on things than to uh, have to bring it back after some malady has already hit the car, uh, whether it's the engine or transmission or anything else. They can take care of it all. Get the maximum life out of your car. And for those of you who have hybrid vehicles, a lot of them on the road, you can take them to King's because they have hybrid technicians who are certified to work on them. Uh, they can diagnose any problems that you may have with those those big high-voltage battery packs. And those battery packs can cost a lot of money when they, they give up. Uh, maybe 150,000 miles is the average, but they go a lot longer than that in many cases. So call King's on Monday Schedule a courtesy battery analysis for the hybrid battery or for your regular 12-volt battery. King's Auto Service, easy to find at 1039 Northwest Street in downtown Raleigh and at kingautomotive.net. King's Automotive Service, Raleigh's most reliable auto care since 1946. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up from the State Farmers Market in Raleigh. It's 1025.
get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF for the Weekend Gardener. Add a little bit of that to your, your Dr. Pepper, Rufus. And <laughs> see uh, that, that, that barbecue sauce. sauce. <laughs> Got Myth- Mythical Inferno. Mythical Inferno hot sauce. Somebody. Uh, yeah, they're one of our guest vendors this weekend. Wow. Okay, well, boy, I'll tell you, if you like it, like it hot, that that uh, I'd have some ice water on hand. Get ready. <laughs> Before so, you do anything like that, it'd be a hot day to cook a pig, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Hey, can I uh, tell the listeners about the uh, great southwest, uh, I'm sorry, southeast pollinator? pollinator. Yeah, yeah right. talk about pollinators. Okay, well, coming up, there is something called the great southeast pollinator census. It's on the uh, uh, August the 18th and 19th, um, and you can do it anywhere. You can do it at home. You can do it at a park. Um, but if I'm going to give you a website, uh, I'll give it to you twice. It's GSEPC, stands for Great Southeast uh, Pollinator Census. And what you do is you find a pollinator plant, and you, you have a, a sheet, and you'll look, and, and every time a pollinator uh, lands on it, you count it. And it could be like a bumblebee, it could be a honeybee, it could be a butterfly or whatever. And you're going to do that for a 15-minute cycle. And the, the, the insect can fly uh, from one, plant, one, one part of the plant to the other, and you count it twice. Um, but if you go to that website, uh, it will tell you all about it, how you can do it, how you can participate. The states that are doing that is Georgia. It started in Georgia, I think, two or three years ago. And then last year it was Georgia and South Carolina. And this year they've included North Carolina. So if you live anywhere here in North Carolina and you want to participate, it's a great project for for kids and and families. And and you can do it, like I said, in your own backyard. And the uh, website, again, is gsepc.org. Great Southeast Pollinator Census dot uh, org. Okay. Oh, well, that's, that sounds like a lot of fun. It is. It, it really is, and you can do it as many times as you, participate as many times as you want to throughout the day. Um, and the master gardeners actually get uh, volunteer credit hours for participating in it. So oh, that's a great deal. It certainly is. Yeah. It certainly so is. I uh, Joe Pie Weed. I hope everybody has Joe Pie Weed in their their yard. But uh, the Bumblebees, we were talking about it off the air. The bumblebees are just crazy about it. They love, love it. it. Yeah, it's so much fun to watch them. And, you know, I, I've changed it. my strategy on how I select the plants that I want to put in my yard. When I go to a nursery, I'll look and see what what plants the, the pollinators are on. And usually I find the, the insects are on um, the natives that are native to our area. And... They just absolutely love it. And if you buy a native plant, you really don't have to worry about uh, it, it being invasive. Um, the plants are, are suited for our environment, and it's good, for, it's good for the environment. And frankly, they don't need as much water because they're, they're native to the area and just don't require as much water. Would that be like a phlox? Uh, Certain kind of flocks. I knew flocks was going to be mentioned <laughs> at some point in the show. I'm a flocks guy. <laughs> they should name a flocks after you. Have you seen, have you seen you. pollinators on the flocks? Oh, yeah. <laughs> are they beetles or are they? No, they're bees. Oh, honeybees? Yeah. Wasps? Yeah. What, what kind of bees? Bumblebees. 
Bumblebee. Oh, bumblebee. there's so many different. Helen Yost uh, talks about how, how many different kinds of bees there are. It's just um, I recently purchased a, a winter uh, a mountain mint, and I, I captured a picture, an image of a wasp on it. I've never seen this kind of wasp. I have no idea what it is. I'm going to send a picture to our, our entomologist and just ask. But it is absolutely incredible how the mountain mints are loved by the pollinators. Well, if it's the kind of mountain mint I brought from home, you can expect it to spread. You can, and that's what's beautiful about it. You buy one plant, you only need one. Correct. <laughs> that's correct. Uh, and it, it does. It, it spreads out, but it's the, uh, the bracts on it are, are, ha- provide that interest yeah. even after it, the, the blooms are gone. The bracts stay. It's not what I would call invasive. <laughs> it will spread, but you can control it. Oh, absolutely. And, and if you've got a plant like that, you plant it in a container, um, you don't have, have to worry so much about it getting away from you. By the way, a lot of folks <clears throat> sort of laugh when I tell them that if you don't water your container plants now at least every other day, you're going to lose them. And I've had people say, well, my plants died. I said, well, when did you last water it? Well, <laughs> I don't uh, know. Four days ago, duh. <laughs> and we 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 tend to overwater a lot of things too. So we just got to yeah. strike a balance. Well, you've got well, good drainage on a on a pot. Yeah, you're not going to overwater. That's it. right. And you wait when you see that running out the out the bottom holes of the, of the pot. You know you've done your job. It's not it's not like having a house plant where it's not you're right. not going to have the evaporation rates. So the outdoor stuff is going to. Boom. Get pretty dry. Oh yeah. Uh, Steve is calling. Steve, did you did you forget something when you were on the air with us earlier? Hello. Oh, th- oh, this is a different Steve. I'm sorry. Hey, Steve. Good morning. How are yes, y'all sir. doing today? Fine. Nice to hear you this morning. Yeah, nice I just to hear you. I had a you. question for Monica. I was wondering if there's anything new going into the market import space that closed recently. Um, at this time, there <clears throat> there's no decisions that's been made. Um, there's a process that has to go through, and um, actually, market imports will still um, be occupying it as they're getting cleared out till the end of right. September, and then we'll start the the process and and see what happens. I'm looking forward to to seeing what's next there. Do they do they still have things for sale? No. Oh, okay, no, so they're, they're just finished. kind of mm-hmm. kind of cleaning up. Well, they had a having... lot of. A lot of things over there. I've, I've bought a lot of stuff from over there over the years. They do, right. and yeah. they have some different um, shelving and things like that that I think they're going to try to get rid of through an auction. So everyone stay tuned. Right. I'll let everybody know when that's Absolutely. coming up. And, you know, that this, this part of the part of Raleigh with Dick's Park and the market, I'm sure there are a lot of plans on the table for, for, for the market. Uh, as I mean, it's all of this is a it's a destination area becoming that. So, yeah, stay tuned. Yes, I remember when it used to be a nice garden center. Yeah, you know, I remember when it was uh, just a building, and I think we did our first first uh, remote here, sitting out in front of that building, Irv Evans and me, and Charlie Edwards, right, uh, doing the weekend garden. I think it was probably an hour and a half show then and uh, then was it Fowler's Fowler's was there then yeah. family home and garden family home and garden yeah. that was it yeah 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 so they've they've had several market imports has been there a long time and yeah. uh, so we'll we'll see what happens next okay. but I appreciate well, you inquiring about it 
Yeah, and good to talk to y'all. And I just wanted to give a shout out to two of my favorite listeners, Deanna and Carrie and Janice and Carrie. Uh, Janet. Well, hello, hello to them from all of us. Yep. Yep. All right. Thank you very much. Have all a good right. weekend. Th- thank you, Steve. Thank you. Take care. Steve's doing his own show. It's <laughs> <laughs> all right. Double remote. That's all right. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, 919-860-9783. 321-COFFEE. Have we talked about them? Do they have anything new going on? Are they uh, going to be on another national television show or anything? Uh, well, I wouldn't doubt it. They're, yeah. they're definitely um, known nationally, and they're doing a great job. Um, I saw this morning where they had a um, video on Facebook of one of their baristas making one of their specialty drinks, and um, they're just doing a great job over there. If you've not been by and tried um, one of the coffees or one of the um, frozen drinks over at um, 321, definitely stop by and do so. It's, it's definitely an experience, and I think it's a blessing just to, to stop over there and talk to those guys and just see how happy they all are over yeah. there. Um, all of their employees are always so happy to be here. And just do a great job. Um, they're doing, they have great coffee. You can go buy beans they there, do. too. And they have the Wolfpack coffee. So um, the I didn't know that. Yes, they have the, the Are they Wolfpack. red beans? Well, no, I don't think so. But they're in a red bag with the Wolfpack There you go. Logo well, on they're there. NC State graduates. So Certainly. Entrepreneurs. <laughs> yes. And um, so stop by see them they're right there across the way from the market grill and so you can grab a rufus dog and a cup of coffee and oh it yeah like I do. A combination yeah I just, <laughs> I just had a rufus dog are yeah. there more in the bag there rufus? are there are it's in the bag so you there there's some. a lot of anticipation mm-hmm. <laughs> this building well you know i can not only eat one i mean that would be <laughs> one for each hand that's his motto yeah <laughs> here comes one of phil's great friends uh, Phil just left, my dear. Yeah, we. I'm sorry you did. She was here for most of the show. Well, you're you're quite she a good gardener. Did. Yeah. So let's. Uh, yeah, I tell you what. Come on around here. Come on around here, and and uh, we've got a mic for you. Whoops. Okay. Yeah, you're quite a good gardener. Good morning. Morning. I tell you what. I volunteered with Phil for. Probably, a, I don't know, a couple of years, I guess. And I met Gerald. Gerald Adams. Adams yes. out there. And so he taught me some things about tomatoes. And Phil taught me some things about tomatoes. So are you a tomato expert Oh, now? my mercy. How are your tomatoes this year? I planted about 47 plants Good this God. year. And I've had more tomatoes. I have <laughs> given them away to people that say, don't give me any more. I've had enough. Wow. I've had enough. That's great. So, but I love them, and yeah. I do all heirlooms. Oh, they're wonderful. What's your favorite? I bet Cherokee purple. Cherokee purple, Cherokee chocolate, um, Ponderosa pink and Ponderosa red, and pink Berkeley tie dyed. Uh huh. You remember well, that? That's sort of akin to that one right there. Yeah. That Rufus tomato. Oh, it is. Yeah. That's uh, Craig LaHulia right there. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I need to meet him, too. Giving a lecture. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, he has a website. You can uh, That's on Instagram. But, yeah, he he came up with uh, the Cherokee Purple and a lot of yeah. heirlooms. And uh, it's been a big deal. So you just grow tomatoes or you grow something else? I used to grow, uh, I have raised beds. So, because I don't have, I don't live in the country. I don't live in the city. I'm just, I can see the city limit sign from my house. 
But we only have a quarter acre, no, a three quarter acre lot, so raised beds is the way to go. And I used to raise green beans and peas and tomatoes and cucumbers, squash. Um, oh my goodness. Getting hungry. <laughs> you name it. I, I had a little, I had a little row. I've got four, four by 12 raised beds that are two feet deep. And so you'd be surprised how much food you can grow in a space that small. I know, square foot gardening. Yeah, it is. It's great. It's really great. Yeah. But I sure love this show. I listen to it all the time. Thank you very well, much. Say. Tell the readers your name. My name is Mary. We don't Richardson. have any readers. Well, we do have readers. We've got a magazine. What am I saying? What am I saying? Did they catch your name? I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm Mary Richardson. There we go. <laughs> oh, Mary hand, Richardson. I'll hand this yep. back to you. I should never contradict the, the Attorney General. <laughs> He's a contradiction in, in of himself. I, I am a contradiction. <laughs> yeah. That's some my read, middle. Some read, some listen. That's my. Mary's a good cook. That's a right. Good cook too, by the way. I'm a pretty good with cook. Me. I have a small repertoire, yeah. but I, I, I do so cook see. well. Yeah. When Phil uh, has a, I do say a, so a food event, Mary used to bring her, what was your specialty? Oh, my gosh, we did cinnamon buns. Oh, don't talk about cinnamon buns yeah. now. Yeah. Cheese straws. Oh, wow. That brings me back to an old time. It's cheese straws yeah, at Christmas. Right. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Forgot all about those. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> 919-860-9783. We're, uh, we're running out of time here at the farmer's market, but uh, we'll, we'll have more. Is that a dragonfly? Uh, no, that's a wasp. Oh, that's a wasp. Yes, Isn't that a pretty look, look, wasp? Look how long its waist is. Yeah. You heard the, the wasp waist? Yeah. How about that? This is on that mountain mint that we were talking about earlier. Oh yeah, my gosh. how about that? Isn't that a pretty wasp? <laughs> I don't want to tangle with it. But. Nope, nope. But... <coughs> I just stood there and took picture after picture because it just, to me, fascinated me. Absolutely. It's beautiful. It really is. Plant and the bug. Yeah. Insect. 919-860-9783. It was nice talking with Mary. I've seen her at at, at uh, Phil's place. So there's some great folks out there. Uh, 919-860-9783. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up. It's 1047. Open Monday to Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. 2804 Campbell Road in Raleigh. The State Farmer's Market has so much to offer. Did you know the State Farmer's Market is home to over 25 growers and dozens of fruit and vegetable farmers that bring you all the goodness that grows here in North Carolina? It's open seven days a week, year-round, and located off Lake Wheeler Road. It's the State Farmer's Market. Got to be and see State Farmer's Market. Grown, raised, caught, and made. 
you know that an annuity is not really an investment? It's a contract between you and an insurance company in which you tell the insurance company, I'll give you a lump sum of money and you give me an income stream. But if you die too soon, you lose big time. Because if all investments would be considered chickens and the income considered eggs, then you've given away your chickens and never see those chickens again. This is Doug Lewis, Certified Financial Planner, 919-872-7000. You're listening to one of the longest-running radio shows in the country. The WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF, the Weekend Gardener. Uh, we're just looking through. Somebody dropped off a bag here. It has uh, uh, beard butter in it. Yeah, it's uh, for the, uh, beard. The colonel is growing a beard. <laughs> I don't know if a general would like that, colonel. Well, you know, it's, it's a funny story behind that. Yeah. Um, I talked to my wife, and I said, you know, in the military... 27 years and i've never been able to grow a beard uh, and she hates facial hair and i oh. said well you know i just so like, to, like to try it. <laughs> yeah and she said she said well go for it and i said okay i will and so two week, three weeks ago i started this and just uh, it's it's coming along it's in the itchy phase <laughs> and so i saw these products down there when i was walking through earlier today and i said wow you know I don't know anything about it. I've never well, put anything on it. Well, you can it. certainly, you can you certainly sure try it. <laughs> well, talk about uh, hair on your face. You didn't have to worry about the top of your head That's at, right. at any time. <laughs> well, you can apply some of this butter to that, maybe, too. Maybe, maybe, it'll, it'll maybe st- it will grow. growth. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Beard butter. I've never heard of that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And I don't know. What, did you figure out what the oil yeah, I'm not sure. The tincture um, of something. But, hey, that's their main focus. This particular is Awaken. um LLC, and he, that's all he focuses on is various different products for, for beards. So I'm so sure So you apply that to your face? Yeah, uh, we'll have to, I'll have to go down there and ask You'll have kind of an oily beard, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> it says it's Awaken, Awaken NC. I guess that's the name uh, of That's the name of his business. So maybe you, could, maybe you could apply that to the top of your head, <laughs> We'll see. Oh, yes, yeah, sometimes. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Smell it. What does it smell like? It smells pretty good, but it's real oily, like you say. Well, take a swig. <laughs> that would be cute. Mm. Oh, it does smell I, good. I, I, it I smells like a barbershop. <laughs> I bet the audience wonders what we're doing here. Yeah. We had one of our vendors bring over some Aren't they pretty? Handmade wow. earrings or oh, sunflowers. Chris, so. you'd, look, you'd look marvelous yeah. in We're trying in to decide. Those. I don't know. Should Mike or Rufus <clears throat> be the, the model for yeah. those? I don't know. And I have your <laughs> earring holes, so I could. Uh-oh. Oh, how about that? Well, I, I, I don't. <laughs> I have a hole in my head, but I don't. So uh, 919-860-9783. Jim, Jim is with us. Uh, good morning, Jim. Good morning, everybody. Jim from Frog Hop calling in. Yeah, from Wake Forest, right? They're right outside Wake Forest. Right outside uh, Youngville out that way. So Yeah. Um, I didn't know we were being a little bit nostalgic. I didn't know if anybody remembered the old farmer's market on Capitol Boulevard. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure Rufus does. I oh, do. Yes. I and sure I do. do. You, <laughs> now, did, did you, you go over there? At, did your family go over up, there and sell? I grew up there. I mean, grew up going there quite a bit. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Family You're pretty young, produce. but that I mean, that place has been gone for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Over there, and it used to get flooded all the time. There was a place called Matt. And the commissioner produce. ate there every day. Commissioner Graham, I think. Yeah. So yeah. what do you remember about it? 
What do I remember about it? Yeah. Um, I just remembered it was a uh, just a small farmer's market and everything. And um, the favorite place for me to hang out, I don't know if they've got it in the new farmer's market, was a uh, place that sold mainly apples, was Max Produce. Well, you can certainly buy apples out here. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, um, uh, Rufus, um, King Rufus, uh, try King Rufus. the next Okay, I, I accept. <laughs> <laughs> next time you try a cantaloupe or an apple, try brown sugar cinnamon. Long, uh, so do you, you, brown sugar cinnamon. Brown sugar cinnamon. Try that next time, Rufus. Okay. So, I mean, how do we, do we apply it? Just, to, just, just when you cut it open, just cut it open and, uh, and, and get some from the grocery store, sh- cinnamon sugar or something like that, and toss it on there, and that'll be one of the best apples and best cantaloupes you've ever had in your life. Well, now, I, I will confess I put cinnamon, and believe it or not, uh, I I put pepper on my cantaloupe and my watermelon. Well, I, I don't understand it, that it, at all. It, is that sacrilege? It, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Is that a uh, mountain thing? Oh, yeah. I yeah, never heard of that. That's, they that's, do that in Johnston County? That's a Rufus yeah. thing. Rufus yeah, is the only thing about I've heard about putting salt. But I will, try, I will try that brown pepper. sugar yeah. cinnamon. Rufus, the only thing about it with pepper, you'll sneeze. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's good for you, though. Oh, yeah. You don't yeah, have um, to sniff any snuff. Yeah, Monica Woods. I'm the I'm the euphoria man calling back, Monica. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. And you and we've we've told you that you ought to be the one to write an article for the paper right, on euphoria. Right, right, right. I know that, but it was good to talk with Monica about the euphoria and everything. Yeah. Um, quickly, I've got four plants of the week. Um, I've got a couple of liriope. Um, I think they need more shade than sun. One is um, PD Gold Ingot, I-N-G-O-T. It's the yellow leaf variation. Um, it's zone 6 to zone 10, and it's got the most beautiful yellow foliage on it. And also, the Ryope Silver Dragon. It's got a very prominent, it's not, it's not a variegated leaf, it, it's a white streak that's down through there. Afternoon shade would be good on both of them, and they have wonderful blue flower spikes in the summertime from August until September. All right. And, and I've also got a new uh, jasmine, um, Asiatic jasmine, called Snow in the Summer. And it's got white leaves interdispersed among the other leaves, and it actually looks like snow has fallen on the jasmine. Oh, that sounds good. My. And, and I've also got Decleptra subterra. That's the hummingbird plant from South America. Right. I'm having trouble finding it, but I know that Tony Avent's got it in his magazine. It's native South America, and it's a uh, and it's a butterfly and especially a hummingbird magnet. That's seven B. Raleigh's right on the uh, cut line between seven A and seven B. Right. But that's a fuzzy leaf one, and it's got the most beautiful red spikes of, of flowers you've ever seen. And also, I've got a question for everybody. And I'm yeah, yeah quickly because we're running out of time. We yeah, got to get to Ann too. Grass. Where did the, Where did they find monkey the grass? Monkey I don't know. Grass. I'm not sure. That, but uh, that's I've heard that all my life. The liriope. You want some? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you, you got staccata, is that the the one that spreads so much? Well, the whatever I've got is you can't kill it. Yeah. But, I, I, I don't know. 
We'll we'll have to do some research on that. Okay. Well, every, everybody have a good day, and y'all. You too, Jim. To... Take care. Yeah, I, I don't know. If somebody has an answer, if somebody in these yeah. subsequent weeks. Yeah, I'm sorry you didn't but... call earlier. We could maybe could have found out uh, during the show. But thanks very much. Thank you, everybody. All right. Have a great weekend. Y'all get something to eat out there. Yeah, we y'all shall. Have a place to eat, so. uh, let's, uh, let's go to Ann and Raleigh for our uh, last couple of minutes. Hey, Ann. Hey, Ann. Ann, are you with us? I hear somebody in the background. Jason, is Ann still with us? We don't know. Quickly running out of time here. Okay, and we lost Ann. I must have, uh, when I said we're running out of time, she must have hung up. But, Ann, I'm sorry. Call next week. Call early, and uh, you have a better chance of, of getting in. People sleep so late. Now they lie in bed, listen to the show, do whatever, and then they, they wait wait to call. So don't do that. You'll call early. Got to spread it out a little bit. Got three hours here. Got plenty of time to call, and monkey grass, Monica. That uh, that's your assignment. Okay. Your family has run run grown plants <laughs> all your life. You know what? Mo- yeah. You don't I know where no that idea came from. I why it's yeah. called monkey grass. Just what it's and always Colonel, I, Well, I was actually start, tried to look look it up. It's, and it's a part of it's like Lyropia, isn't it? Yeah, it says uh, mondo grass. Mondo grass is not recommended for full sun, located because but of, we, of leaf burn. But we want to know why it's called monkey grass. Yeah, why is it called? I don't know. We got uh, we got about a minute to find out here. <laughs> I don't want to leave you hanging on the edge. There, you'll be thinking about it. The re- be worrying you the rest we have to of the find day. Find answer for next week. Yeah. Or if we find it, they can post it on Facebook, maybe. That's right. <laughs> of course, everybody has a phone. You can look it up. There you go. <laughs> I don't know, but it, it's it's a good question. Inquiring minds want to know, right? That's right. <laughs> so, uh, Monica, uh, we we gotta we gotta run, but I sure do appreciate you having us out here. Yes, we always. I know love you're busy, you but at least you can sit here a few minutes. That's right. And we relax. Appreciate, yeah. appreciate you always being here and everybody listening. Be sure to come out and support our. Our farmers and um, lots of plants and flowers. Those beautiful hibiscus. Um, are, yeah, thanks are to uh, John right and, and Long Hill Nursery for those. Yes. Just gorgeous. And um, those lucky winners that were able to come by and grab those today. I hope everybody finds a happy spot for yeah. those and has good luck with them. And um, come see us. Colonel, thank you very much. Well, thank you, and I'll we'll see you back see here you in November. November. Yeah. Brother Rufus, thank you. Nate, thanks so much. Great job. Jason, thank you, buddy. Uh, we'll see you next week. We love you all. <laughs>